0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the coffee break. Um, It's another late night. I just got done with a um, band rehearsal earlier this evening. My voice is a little bit on the shaky side, so I'm just going to be a little bit quiet. Everybody else has gone to bed, so it's one of those late night things. But guess what? (laughs) I still have coffee. If you have a beverage, grab it. And let's chat for just a minute. So. Um, I had a wonderful birthday. And I wanted to, first of all, thank people for the birthday wishes that I got yesterday. Um, we went to see the new Doctor Strange movie. And I loved it. Um, I'd been hearing some mixed reviews. But um, I don't know why why people wouldn't have liked it. But. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is one of my favorite actors, and it was really fun also to uh, to see some of my other favorites in, in the cast as well, namely Rachel McAdams. I've always thought that she was wonderful. And um, Elizabeth Olsen, oh my gosh, just incredible. So I enjoyed my birthday very much. Um, and then today I had um, lunch with my family. That was kind of the the crown of the, the birthday celebration. And then, oh, my wife made this cake last night that was just insane. It was It's made out of almond flour. And I don't know if any of you are gluten-free, but the almond flour cakes, they're yummy. But they're also... There's a whole lot of protein in one slice of, of almond flour cake. <laughs> I was telling my wife it's kind of like steak in a cake. You've got, you know, you've got a lot of protein in, in that one slice of cake. It's not like eating, a, eating, a, eating a, a wheat flour based cake that has a lot of air in it. <laughs> the almond flour cake doesn't have much air in it. It's almost it's pretty thick, but it's oh so good. So, enough about my birthday. I, I, I've been really doing a lot of work lately um, around the idea of helping people with low-cost marketing options. And I feel like that, um, I feel like that, People very often try to pay their way out of some of the harder marketing work that needs to be done. And it ends up kind of backfiring sometimes. Um, I've had a lot of people come to me as clients, um, especially through the Business Development Center, who've spent a lot of money on things like coupons and um, Groupon and um, like Valpak ads and things like that. And they've initially gotten a wave of traffic out of those. But ultimately, um, the customers who came from those weren't weren't intending to be repeat customers. They were just people who were looking for the good deal and they took people up on the good deal. And then there are other folks that, you know, will pay for funnels to be made for them and other folks that'll pay for, you know, different aspects of, of their marketing and sales process to be paid for. And I don't have a problem with that. But one of the things that I think is really important is to understand that it can't replace what you're not willing to do. And that keeps coming up in terms of that I have people that that don't want to do social media that don't want to do content marketing like blogging and videos and things like that that's all well and good but at some point you're going to have to meet people where they are and talk to them about your about your product your service or your business and i don't know how that's going to happen if you're not if you're not doing it in some kind of a visible way um and so one of the things that I've kind of put forward as a goal of mine is I'd like I'd like people to know that many of the ways that you can reach new and established customers is just through some very low-cost options. Um, I'm going to be doing courses on blogging, podcasting, and YouTube um, and just talking about how they can be used for low-cost marketing options. But there are so many others that I think people overlook or they take for granted or they don't necessarily maybe know how they work. Um, One of the ones that I find um, to be um, one of the best ways of uh, of finding new and repeat business is to um, show up and participate in both online and in-person networking events. Um, I'm an introverted person. I don't particularly love leaving my house for things. Um, And I don't especially like being in large groups of people. But I've learned how to network over the years in a way that's effective and allows me to meet the people that that I need to meet. So a lot of what I've lear- learned how to do is I've just learned how to talk about what I am what I offer. And when I talk about what I offer, I get new clients. And when I really learn how to match my offer with their need, I have to do very little work to, to sell that offer to them. And a big part of that is just helping them to feel seen and understood. So the biggest part of my marketing is actually more listening than anything else. Um, But finding that opportunity to listen is is a job all of its own. And a big part of that for me happens in networking. I've worked really hard to, to do online things. And I'll be quite honest with you. I've I've gone through classes about building funnels. I've tried numerous funnel systems. I've done all of the website stuff for years and years and years, and there's a lot of frustration in that for me. And I'll talk to talk to you a little bit about why that is. Biggest reason is because I've invested a lot of uh, time and energy and money in web-based options that ultimately prove to be obsolete fairly quickly and then i have to go back in and either retool them or (laughs) invest in a new platform or learn a whole new method of interacting and that hasn't been that hasn't had the payoff that i've wanted So I can help people build funnels and I can help people do things online. But quite honestly, the the thing that I have found that works the best is the old fashioned way of reaching out to people directly, having conversations with people, listening to them, hearing what they're going through, hearing about their needs and then saying, you know what, there is something that I can help with here and this is what I have to offer. That method continues to be the one that works. So I'm going to be offering class. I'm going to be offering classes and courses um, on a lot of low-cost marketing tools. But the thing that I want you to know is, every business person has to get to a point where they've got at least one way of making connections with other people now i've seen some people do it very effectively through writing they don't do a lot of like speaking they don't do a lot of showing up for for meetings they don't do a lot of like networking and stuff like that they do the bulk of their connecting with people through writing but the writing leads to another level and that next level very often is an interaction of some kind that interaction very often, can lead to the sale of a program, the sale of a product, the sale of a service. But it all starts with their way of connecting with people. So I'm not going to say that you have to show up for networking meetings in order to be successful. But you do have to have a way of really making a strong connection with somebody from the very beginning of their awareness of you and your business and their need for it. So I have a lot of opinions about this. I'm going to share a, a bunch of them over the coming weeks. But the thing that I wanted to just get across is that if you're going to be selling anything, whether it be um, something that you've made, something that you've written, um, um, a, a music album. I've got a couple of friends now that are releasing new albums or have released, released new albums in the past couple of months. and um, their their hopes and ambitions for those albums now that it's made and now that it's been released it's interesting to see that they really about the most that they expect out of it is for some people to stream those albums well, I think there's another way to do it and I'd like to see them be more successful and so whatever it is that you're putting out there if you're a coach that's selling a program or a service, if you're an artist or a creator that is selling something that you've made, you have to have some system in place for people to find out about what you about what you offer. You need to connect with them around their need. Even, even the artists that I've worked with have been really amazed when I talk to them about how do you talk about people? How do you talk about art to people to find out how they decide that they need something? And that just starts the ball rolling and they start asking questions about how do you decide what art to buy? How do you decide which which piece is going to go in your living room? How do you decide which piece is going to go in your office? And just that one little bit of curiosity starts a conversation that very often can lead to the sale of some art. So, I'm kinda rambling tonight. I apologize for that. Uh, Gosh, I've been going on for over 12 minutes now. So I'm gonna let you go. But um, those are the things that are on my mind right now. And I'm just, you know, I'm always thinking about what are the ways that that we can share what we do more openly and more effectively with people. So, I'm thinking about that again. (laughs) Uh, I'm not a one-trick pony. I actually play the guitar too. So, in any case, thank you very much for listening. Thank you again for the birthday wishes yesterday. And um, I, I will be back with you again tomorrow for yet another coffee break. Have a good one wherever you are.